Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Walk 
Thank you very much, Faith Secrets Gospel Choir, Flowers. Today, it looks like the girls didn't come to church. The girls in the choir didn't come, and the girls in the flowers didn't come. Hey, mercy. So, we come to church for a very important reason. And the most important reason why we come to church is to hear the word of God. And this evening, we have the best pastor, the most anointed preacher, the person that God has given to us personally. Let's rise to our feet and welcome E.S.J. Wow. Let's pray. For a moment, I want you to pray for yourself. I want you to thank God that you find yourself in church again. And you want to say, Lord, there must be a reason why you brought me here again. May I hear what you have to say to me. May my life be blessed. Talk to the Lord for a moment. Oh, yes. Father, we're just so grateful. Grateful to be here. We've spent our whole week in church. And we know that it's not for nothing. And as we come before your word tonight, I pray, Lord, that you'll speak to each one of us. May we hear. May we be among those who hear and hear. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Wow. Ask your neighbor, where you did you come to the convention? And if your neighbor says no, tell your neighbor that wisdom is far from you. And if your neighbor came, tell your neighbor that you are definitely going to be a better person. Yeah, you may not see all of it now, but definitely, definitely, definitely. Hallelujah. Well, it's a pleasure to be here tonight. And I'm just going to share a word with you. <clears throat> The Bible is really true, I tell you. We've been studying about, let's just read the scripture again, shouldn't we? Matthew 5, so let's go there. We've been talking about whether we are good for nothing or not. Ask your neighbor, have you answered the question for yourself? How is it looking? How is it looking? Look at that, look at that. You are the salt of the earth. <clears throat> he didn't say you feel like salt. He didn't say you look like salt. He just said you are. You are salt. You know, many things in the Bible, you just accept them. Yeah, just accept them. Are you there? It's when you accept them that you begin to see them coming to pass. The mistake many of us make is that we try to feel it first. Since you are righteous, you have the righteousness of Christ. It's just a fact. Uh -huh, it's just a fact. 
Hello? Are you here tonight? So tell your neighbor you may not look like salt. And you don't feel like salt. But you are salt. Hallelujah. That's what the scripture says. And salt is something which we've gone over it so many times in the past few days. We've talked about what salt does. But let's go back there again. Yeah. Salt gives taste. Yeah. Taste to things. You know. So we are the taste of the earth. And honestly, if you are a Christian and you really look at your life, the part of your life with taste in it is what pertains to God. That's the part with taste in it. And that is what even influences the other aspects of your life for them to have taste in them. That's why when you're a Christian and you're married, you're very different from an unbeliever who's married. The two experiences, it's quiet because many live like unbelievers. But if you really, really, that's why it says don't be useless. And you can be the salt, but the way you are, no. I don't know. Okay, so we are back here again today, and I'm just sharing a little bit about salt. We were trying to find out how to make sure we are not good for nothing. I believe it was in this service last week that I spoke about praying. Sometimes you pray, you don't pray enough. I talked about your family members who are not believers and whether you pray for them or not because they may not accept to hear the word of God from you but your prayer is so important it's what will bring somebody the right person their way at the right time hallelujah were some of you here and you heard that one some people have already forgotten oh God oh God oh Lord the reason you have forgotten is that you don't write notes anymore good for nothing you come to church with your diplomacy. It all can't these days. We can't carry notes. We can't carry anything. We cannot write notes. We can't something. Meanwhile, there's a she in your head. Oh. You come and say that. Oh, you remember nothing. Oh, mercy. Well, today we're going to look at. It's the same topic, you see. Let me read the third full scripture. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing, but to be cast out and to be trodden underfoot of men. And the truth is that there are many Christians trodden underfoot of men. If you live your life in such a way that you are not salt, hello? Your campus one can hardly stick out and say, I'm a Christian. Yeah, some negative things that you get, negative responses. Some lectures may even try feeling you because you are bold enough to say I'm a Christian, but it's come about by useless Christianity. Are you seeing it? By us hiding and not sticking up and saying that oh I am a Christian, I'm not shy of it. Yeah, but we are changing. Uh We are changing. We're going to be the salt that the Lord Jesus asked us to be. Hallelujah. And it's important that whatever you do, you do what the Lord asks you to do. Amen? Amen? If you don't use what God gave you for his kingdom, you're good for nothing. You see. Let's turn to Luke chapter 10. There's a story there. And by looking at some of these stories, which are stories of people who disappointed or who shocked, it teaches us what God expects of us. So this is a story that we're told we knew of it as the story of the Good Samaritan. It begins in Luke chapter 10 and verse 30. 33 0. 
Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And by chance, there came down a certain priest that way, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he was at the place, came and looked on him and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, tell anybody Samaritan. As he journeyed, came where he was and went, and when he saw him, he had compassion on him, and went to him and bound up his wounds, pouring in oil and wine, and set him on his own beast and brought him to an inn and took care of him. And on the morrow, when he departed, he took out two pence and gave them to the host and said to him, Take care of him, and whatsoever you spend this more, when I come again, I will repay thee. Which now of these three, thinkest thee, was the neighbor unto him that fell among the thieves? And he said, He that showed mercy on him. Then Jesus said unto him, Go and do thou likewise. Hallelujah. We have known of this story as the story of the Good Samaritan, isn't it? Yeah, that's what the story is. But there's a lesson in here for us. And we can see that here is somebody who was walking down a road and he fell among thieves. And life is like that. There are many times when people are just people. They are walking around doing their own something and they fall among thieves. And life is no longer how it used to be. Are you there? They are stripped of everything that they have. And I mean, they have literally been left there to die. Many times the stories that you see in the Bible don't just think of the imagery but also think about what it could also represent. It can also represent the people who are all around us everywhere who have encountered the enemy. They've encountered the devil and he's stripped them and he's left them there half dead. And some of them are your roommates. Yeah. People who, Charlie, life now, you see. And the Bible says that this guy was wounded and he was lying dead. There are many wounded people around us. Unfortunately, you are only concerned about yourself, so you haven't seen it. It's true. We're very into ourselves. And we're very into me, my, I, and mine. And we just cannot relate to somebody else's own. Are you there? There's something that we often say. <laughs> we say that if you come to the stadium with your problems... In a gagban, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to explain a gagban, but a basin. These metal basins. You put your problems into the. You carry it. That you are going to the stadium. We are meeting to exchange problems. So you have put your problems into the gagban, and you have come to the stadium. And when you arrive there, you start to see people coming. This one has five thousand liter poly tank. This one has a drum. You just take your gagban and carry your problem home. Because you realize that yours is Look, I can live with it. Yeah. Are you here? And for many of us, it is true. Our problem is gangba size. It's just the small, that basin that we wash in. That's the gangba. Some people, it's a pale size. You are a little pale. But you have looked inside it with both eyes. And anything you look at with both eyes is magnified in your eyes. Take your... If you are holding a book, take a book. If you are holding a phone, take a phone. Just lift it. Lift it. Lift it till it's in front of you. Lift it. Then I'll start bringing it closer to you. Closer, closer till it's almost touching you. Closer, closer, closer. Bring it closer. Closer. Have you noticed something? 
the closer it is to you, the less you can see around you. You can only see the thing you are holding. Otherwise, you didn't do it well. Do it again. Take it. Bring it closer. Closer, 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 closer. Closer. If you can see me, then you are not looking closer. <laughs> have you seen that? As you have held your problem, so that thing is like your problem. And you have brought it to your eyes. You can't see anything around. That's why you think that your problem is there. Some know the world inside. That your problem is very wild and that nothing. No, 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 no. It is because you are focused on it with your two eyes. But if you just put it a little distance around you, away from you, you see so much that is going on. So much. We are in this church. We have people in this church who cannot eat every day. They sit by you in church. It's true. It's true. Yeah. And you know. And you have an excuse. <clears throat> so as this man was lying, they look at it where he was half dead. There are people half dead in your class with you. Half dead. But salt free Christian. You can't see. Hey, the church has become very quiet. Eh? Hmm. I used to work in the north for many years I was a, when I was a lay pastor. And one of the things that I learned from my work, by which I took into church, was to recognize the signs of disaster. Yeah. One of the major signs of the disaster, one of the first signs of a disaster, is when you arrive in a village and the seeds have been eaten. And how do you know that the seed has been eaten? The seed is hung in a certain place in a certain way. And you get there and it's not there. It is a sign. What is the sign of? Famine. It's me. If you eat your seed, what's going to happen next year? Yeah, you are very quiet, oh. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying. When they farm, at the end of the farming season, a selection of the best, let's say corn, the best cobs are taken. Then they are dried. Then they are hung in a certain place. And you always see there. It's always there. It's air dried and it's there. It's just waiting for the next rain. But when you get there, it has been eaten. It means that the hunger has been so severe that they have eaten the seed. So it means that come rainy season, there's nothing to... Uh-huh. So it means that hunger is coming. That you can walk inside. You say, oh, the people are looking very well. They are okay. So one day I went, I, I was preaching in a certain village. I used to go there every week. And I went on visitation and I had some people with me. And there was this house. We went to, to go and visit a member. A young girl who was our church member. So when we entered into the yard and we conversed with the family and all that and we left. Then I asked my people, did you people see what I saw in the house? They said, oh no, we didn't see. I said, really? How come you didn't see? They said, oh, we didn't see. <laughs> Do you want to know what I saw in the house? Hey, I'm very quiet. What I saw in the house made me go back to the house to talk to the father. Because when I walked into the house, do you know latte? The three stones. Yes. The three stones were there, but they were ash free. There was no sign of fresh ash that had been swept. Again, a sign of hunger. Yeah. 
So I went to the house. The father was not a Christian. I went to visit him. And I asked him, what is going on? The pastor, I won't lie to you. I feel like running away. And he now shared with me how his wife had delivered. And any time she delivered, she got a very severe form of postpartum depression. As if she was crazy. And this one was not lifting. So she had left the house crying. As they were there, nothing was happening. Hey! I'm giving you examples from a village, but I'm telling you that there's an example right behind you or right beside you or right on top of you or sitting with you in the class or sharing a table with you or even sharing some jokes with you and the person's half dead and you can't see. Hey, the church is very quiet. Here. You have been gossiping about the girl that she doesn't know how to comb her hair. Her hair is not nice. Because you can't see that it's a sign of stress. Of a certain kind. When you are feeling hungry, it's your hair you are coming to undo. Hmm. Hey, why are you people? Let me deviate from my message. Let me come back. I was just describing half wounded and half dead. Because you see, as I'm telling you the story, you are imagining that, oh, this story is for some people who are lying uh, or, uh, in, the, in the Sahara Desert somewhere, you know, some Jews. That, no, no, it's right here. Tell your baby, it's beside you. This story is for us. Now, the Bible says that as the man was lying there, a pastor came and passed. And when the pastor saw the problem, he said, this man lying here, he's a Jew. I'm also a Jew. Yeah. Now, I'm sure the thieves are around. They'll come and beat me. And he crossed over to the other side. And he left. The center director came there. And said, oh, this one, I cannot. I cannot. I have only five cities in my bag. I can't share it. I can't share it. And the priest was totally good for nothing with respect to the guy. The Bible says he passed by the other side. How many times we pass by the other side when something is going on? Because common Christianity, kindness, we don't have. Uh, open first Corinthians 13 for us. We can read tomorrow and come back. Yeah. Eh? Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, that expression charity is love. I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. We are in church. Oh. The noise we it make. <laughs> sounding, sounding brass, tinkling cymbal. Because the common thing called love, we don't have it. We are priests. Hey. The next person who came to pass in verse 32 was a chorister, a Levite. And he, he did, when he came to the place, the Bible says, he came and he looked. He did, at least he looked. <laughs> And when he finished looking, he passed by on the other side. Hey! Good for nothing, or you cannot see it. Ah, what did Jesus say? He said, salt, when it has lost its saltiness, it's good for nothing. The salt was going to give some flavor to the life of this unfortunate being. But the, the, the Levite was on his way to choir practice. 
I had an, a, a, a Basanta meeting. I mean, I mean, the instrumentalists were meeting to say, Charlie, I can't be late. I can't be late. I gotta go. I gotta go. But a certain Samaritan. You see, what is awesome about the Samaritan is that the Samaritans and the Jews don't gel. Mm-hmm. Historically, they don't gel. They look down on them because of where the Samaritans come from. The Samaritans were the children of incest. Yes, that was their root. So the Jews felt that they were some inferior people. Some of us are like that. You know, your roommate who is jamming, who's jamming all the time, is kind of below you. (laughs) Now, it was the Samaritan rather who saw the guy, and the Bible says that when he saw him, he had compassion on him. What the priest didn't have and what the Levite didn't have was that thing called compassion. And many of us in today's world, we don't have it. We're not moved by anything. So long as it hasn't touched us. Can you ask your neighbor whether they are talking to him or who they are talking to? Yeah. Compassion. When was the last time you did something for somebody just because it touched your heart and just because you could. You have paid your fees, you have paid your hostel fee, and you have your small alawade. And you can do something. You could have done something to make a difference, but you didn't. Hey. Compassion. Compassion goes a long way. It makes you do things. The Bible says that when Jesus was looking at the people, he realized that, hey, so many people, they don't even have somebody to guide them. And the Bible says that compassion. When he saw the multitude, he was moved. When was the last time you were moved by all the unbelievers around you? I find your campus so distressful. Oh, yeah full of unbelievers and I keep asking myself that so Lord how and when because many when they leave this campus they will never receive God again by that time their bones are hard they think they know hell bound straight yes yes younger the younger you are the easier it is for the Lord to reach you or to reach people amen that's why SHS is when you go and you are preaching, many of them just give their life to so They can see their state. In that same SHS, you just give him three years here. He won't even reach the fourth one. The demons hard work. Arrogant, solid. That's it. <laughs> but we don't care. That's why even when you are here and when we ask you come to school a little early so that when the new people come, at least we can try to win. So you don't come. You don't come at all. You leave that work. You leave that work for some few people who will come. Because there's no compassion in your heart. You are okay. You have been in your house for four solid months doing nothing. Bored out of your mind. Stoned. Totally bored. But the compassion that says that, look, if I don't come and witness to this young lady, give her an opportunity to accept Christ what will happen to her what will happen to him in the four years on this campus it's just not there compassion compassion hey you are just into yourself 
Let me spend one more week at home. So that what? So that what? So that what? <laughs> hey, today, dear, it's good to have the mic and you are quiet. You have to listen. <laughs> ah. So that what? If you add one more week to yourself, what, what is going to change? Explain to me. What will change? What? What? Good for nothing. Jesus, help me to preach it tonight in the name of Jesus. Ah. We are bec- I, don't, I don't even know what to say. Oh, you don't see her. I'm going to pray a prayer that every member of this congregation, you will see her. Not be, no, not be in hell. See it. You see, when you see, say, hey, nobody should go there. I don't know if you understand that. It, it will affect you in a way. Nobody should go. No, 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 no. Nobody should go there. I need, need a revelation of hell. She said, no, no, no. At least as far as it lies with me, it is true. If we preach our we collapse, it is a fact that people will still go to hell. We won't finish. But at least you've done your best. May it never be that you get to heaven and when you get there, there's some small energy left that you could have used to win a soul. May it never be. Small strength to change a life. Hey, are you in the house? Because our hearts are stone cold as we have looked at our own problems. You think you have one? The problem is only a gun. That's all. Are you there? Somebody going to hell, that's a real problem. Because hell doesn't have an end. That's even what worries me about it. At least every problem on this earth. Have you seen a storm that didn't end before? Every storm, it will end. It can do KKT, KKT as if it's going to fin- look, finish everything. It will end. But the place that they call hell, hell, there's no end. In the story of the rich man and Lazarus, when the rich man got this, hey, nobody should come here. He has now got the compassion, but it's too late. So he was saying that they should go and send to his brothers and something, 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 something. Go and talk to my brothers. And they sound, hey, it's now you are saying. But when you were on earth, hey, have you ever gone to bury somebody before you? The person you know that the person is gone as you are burying the person is in hell before. Do you know what it feels like? You can't even preach at the at the funeral properly. What message do you even send? Yeah, hey. The Samaritan looked at the guy and he had compassion on him. So he went there, he picked up the guy, he put the guy where he was gonna sit. He would have sat down on his, the Bible says his beast, his horse. He would have ridden his horse. He got off and walked so that the person can sit on it. When last did you do something? Or give something to somebody that cost you something? So David said, I will not give to God something that didn't cost me anything. We are such an ungrateful group of people, you know? Hey! You eat three meals a day. If you give one to somebody, what will happen? <laughs> and in fact, some of you who have experienced how life can be, and, and you have seen how there's wickedness in life, one would have thought that you would you rather would have the softer heart. But you rather, you are st- hey! wicked. <laughs> 
You rather. Please push your neighbor and say, neighbor, you the one they are talking about. Just for you to even call somebody that's I'm going to church, come along with me, right? You can. Too much for you. Too much. Then you pray for the boat and you come and you sit down there. You are, look, I came to tell you tonight. I am telling you that Jesus says you are good for nothing. Put somebody in it with you. Hmm. Hey. The Bible says that he brought the man to the place and he took care of him. Some of the most wicked human beings on earth are Christians. It's unfortunate, but it's true. That's why you are sitting in your house when people need you to come and win, win the, uh, them to Christ. Hey. I shouldn't say it, I have to say it. I have to say it. As you are sitting in your house, what soul did you win? Please tell your neighbor how many you won this past, this past holiday. Tell them. How many? And then tell the neighbor, good for nothing. Good for nothing. Uh, see, I'm the young man, but you was he reading? What are you looking at? Now, doing what? As we are in church, you are on your phone. Okay, you there, you have come. Say a computer. Who could do everything? Yes, yes, yes. Just as soon as you have a computer, so. <laughs> if you say it, Charlie, the sound will become worse, or the words will not come or something. I don't know what he's controlling there. Hey. Uh, are you here? So he took the guy to a place. He found someone to take care of him. You know, he told the person, I'll pay for it. I'll pay. This is somebody who should be his enemy. The Samaritans and the Jews, they don't even talk. And he's a clear example of how you can be the salt in a place. Many of you just spend your time on your phones. That's all you do. So even your next door neighbor in the bed, you don't even know them. Before you feel compassion. You don't feel compassion because they are strangers to you. They're not even human beings. You'll be there. Watch out my phone, why? Don't you give me a phone? That's your whole day. Good for nothing. Good for nothing. You will not even take it and use the skill to tell somebody that Jesus loves you. Give your life to Christ. You will not do. But like an unbeliever, you will wear your dress and comb your hair and just say, hey, for what? For what? For what? They are streaking. I'm just asking some people. Why will you not use it for the kingdom? This is our church. A lot of interesting things happen here. I have not seen any streaking of anything. Oh. Me, mom, there is ability that I don't have. I can't cut clips. No, it's real. Because I really believe that people are saved by what they watch. You have rather, rather gone to join the unbelievers to show us the whiteness of your teeth for us to do what with it? Huh? Some of you, the way the, the angels are lining up to lash you as you come to heaven. Who bet you lashes to be No, because the young people, that is what they understand. 
They may not be here to hear what anybody is preaching. But the tools of whatever you if you have small compassion, you say, hey, this preaching, the way it is, let me just cut this one in. Put it, who knows who here? But you yourself and I are reigning on your throne. Good for nothing. Good for nothing. You are there. You say you want to be an influencer. For who? No, I'm just asking you a question. You want to be a funky brother? No problem. Be a funky brother, but be a funky brother for the Lord. Otherwise, what is your use? What's your use? Why should I ask the question? I, I don't understand, though. Musa, you are dancing, dancing. Some of you have plenty followers. You're watching your legs. Dancing, dancing. Have they ever heard the gospel from you? How many of them have given their lives to Christ because you put your dance there with something that they needed to answer? Hey. Charlie. Mess. But me, I just have to ask you a question, though, because I don't know how else to answer it. Yeah. Because that's a whole world and that's a whole group of people who will respond to you in a certain way. Or you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. It's okay to be good at the thing, but where is it when it comes to the things of God? Where is it? Where is it? The church has become very quiet. You are a YouTuber. You are doing what? Giving relationship talks and marriage tips as you are there without a relationship and without a marriage. Oh! I'm talking to some people tonight, oh. Because some of you, you have in your hands the tools to make a difference. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Somebody will see that thing you have put there and read it and think about it. Yeah. You see, this woman who used to come, I haven't seen her for a while. I don't know if she's still there. The one who says things are getting worse. Uh -huh, that woman, you know. People were laughing, eh? And just enjoying it. But I realized that, look, this woman, she had a purpose. She will have five funny videos. You will laugh. Uh, the sixth one, she'll preach on it. Yes. Yes. Meanwhile, you are far better than hell. When I say better, in the use of the technology. This is what she also could do. So she'll make you laugh. You'll laugh at kiddiboos and kiddibabs. You'll laugh at this one. you laugh at this one. Then suddenly there'll be a, a, a message in there that she's asking you about your state. She too, that's what she could do. And you, you can do more. But, hey, salt, oh, salt, you are salt. Salt. Salt preserves. Are you there? Kobe, it's not the drying that preserves it, oh. It's the salt. If you just left it to dry, it will rot. It's the presence of the salt that makes it not rot. But here we are, look at our beautiful faces and the world around us is going to hell fast. What are we preserving? Some of you, every topic that comes up, you don't even know what the Bible says about it. 
you are just following the world language like a goat that wants to meet another. Oh, you have not seen a goat that wants to meet another. It will follow, follow the road. Christ can be quiet, cannot see, cannot see. Are you in the church? Is something going to change? Hey, you are quiet, oh. Yeah. The Lord put you here, oh. For today, for this time. Me, I can only reach somewhere. That's fine, no further. Are you there? But you are here, you are young. The tools are in your hands. Oh, make use of them. When I want to make a video, I'll call Dennis. You won't even remember. But it's true, Dennis. Remember there are a lot of things. Those ones you don't remember. How many videos have I not said I have to do? Have you remembered even one? I don't know. If I knew how to do it myself, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Hey, leave the man. He's under stress. <laughs> but are you understanding what I'm saying? You don't need somebody else to do it. You can do it yourself. Oh, who knows who here? Who knows who will listen? Wow. Is something changing? And Jesus asks and said, You see, look, he said, Take care of him. Whatsoever you spend more, when I come, I will repay. He was ready to pay for this guy to be okay. You are paying for who to be okay. Some of you and your roommate is even sick. Even to take you there, you better go with them to the hospital. Cry. You move. You move. Meanwhile, when you were in hospital, you knew what it was to be hungry. Yeah. Yeah, the people are very quiet too. They are thinking, okay, I, I hope something is changing. I'm looking for some people who make soup for people who are in hospital. Oh, yeah. When you are in hospital and then you go and buy this, your soup that has so much pepper in it, that doesn't help. Oh. Doesn't help. Or you want that's the soup you want to drink when you are not well. You need some homemade kakra pipi that has a little something in it. So that at least, as you are there, your parents are not here. Person will know that or have a family, they are thinking about me. And you can do it all. But then you come and say, oh, please, I need some money. Hey, I'll beat you here. Use your money and do it. Use your money. Are you in the church or you have gone? Yeah. May the Lord help us all. To be the salt, we have to make a difference. We have to make a difference. If you come to the school and you finish after four years and you have not made a difference in the life of anybody, you have only fooled around, made people laugh like any other unbeliever, but you have not made a dent in somebody's eternity, then you shouldn't have come. Then you shouldn't have come. But if you have come, Make up your mind that for the years that you are here, you will make a difference to somebody. The day you die, who will cry? Somebody must cry who is not your mother, who is not your father, who is not your sibling. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? In other words, you have affected somebody's life. Yeah. You see, when you are young, you don't think about that. But I tell you, it doesn't respect age. No, it doesn't respect at all. It doesn't respect at all. Any mochi that you go and they open the door, every age is inside. Day one to day hundred, they are all inside. 
Hey, mad ones, sane ones, educator, everything. Charlie. So as for one day, dear, we will all go. We all have. But when you go, who will be crying? Who will be crying? When you finish school and you are leaving, who will say that you influenced my life? Who will say that I know God better because of you? Who will say that I have understood them? Hey, this boy, what is he reading there? What are you reading? Oh, no, don't look for her. Just here. Else you're seeing me, I'm seeing you. Huh. At least you remember that I faced you because I don't know what you are reading there. Most of the time, we're with Facebook and I will church right now. Facebook, Instagram, okay. Tonight, we're going to pray. Mm. I've come to church. What's the point of coming to church here? You will not even listen to the message. What's the point? Eh, we're going to pray. Stand to your feet. Pray for yourself. I want you to pray. Lord, may I not be good for nothing? May I, may I affect somebody? Lift up your voice. Pastor David, leave us for some five minutes. Lord, help me. May I not be good for nothing, Lord. Fill my heart with compassion, O God. Like the Samaritan, O God. Fill my heart with compassion, Lord. Rima sanda la ba 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 ba. Rima sondere rebe. Rianda la ba 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 ba. Rima sondere rebe. Rianda la ba 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 ba. Rima sondere rebe. You want to ask the Lord to open your eyes to really see what is around you. Rando lo bo. Because maybe for somebody, if you could see, you would have done something about it. You are not able to say, Lord, help me to see. Help us to see, Lord. Help me to feel, God. Help me to see. Help me to see. Help me to see that brother going to hell. Help me to see that sister going to hell. Help me to see beyond my problems. Help me to see beyond my issues. Help me to see beyond myself. Help me to see others. Help me to see that person that needs to hear the gospel. Father, help us to see. Touch our hearts. Let us have the heart that you have, Lord. May we feel the pain of others. May we feel the need of others, O God. Let what touches you, let it touch us also. May we not be useless to you, Lord. May we not be good for nothing. May we make a difference to somebody. Lord, even if it costs us something, may we pay it with all willingness. Lord, don't allow us to finish school without touching a life, without making a difference, without doing something for you. 
Forgive us for the times that we have let you down. When we have been like the priest and like the Levite in Luke chapter 10. And Lord, help us. Help us to do what is right. Give you all the praise. Oh. Tonight, just allow the Lord to touch your heart where you are standing. And allow him to place an idea in your mind that you can use to make a difference. Thank you, Jesus, that you have heard us. Give you all the praise. Give you all the praise. Give you all the praise. As every head is bowed down tonight and every eye is closed, you are here tonight and you, you, you realize that you don't have a certain relationship with God, but you would like to have that relationship. Jesus was the one who taught us that he is the way to the Lord, to the Father. He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes unto the Father except by me. And so tonight, I want to lead you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior so that you will also have access to the Father. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you're here, you want to give your life to Jesus. It's just a prayer away. I want you to lift up your right hand. And I want to pray with you. God bless you. Please just come, just come. God bless you, my dear. Your hand is up. Just come to me, please. Come and join us and let us pray together. It's a good prayer. It's a simple prayer that will affect your life. Just come. Just come to me. Let us pray together. You know that if Jesus were to come tonight, you cannot say for sure that you'll be going to heaven. Tonight you want to change it. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. Come, I want us to confess together. Let us pray. My dear, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Make it your prayer. And all of us in the room, I want us to just join together. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sin. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name have I prayed. Amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-D-A-C. God richly bless you.